What's up, everybody? Welcome to our Back to the Basics podcast. Tonight's my night to kick it off. We've been chatting it up here real good, getting this episode started. So I'm going to jump right into, if you've been listening uh, to previous episodes, which of course we encourage, although you're more than welcome to dive in at any given time as well. I mentioned that simply because I've been working on some notes on a subject that's been touched on but I don't think we've had a deep dive. So we'll see if I can really pull Trey and then, of course, Jonathan as well in on this subject. The title that I gave it was Think About Thinking. All right, Trey might already know where I'm going with this. Let's think about thinking. Now, also, if you're going to be doing some reading along with me, let me go ahead and get my, my copy of the word handy. I'll be referencing or using as a theme the scripture, come, let us reason together. Okay, so let me let me throw some notes at you fast and furious. We'll dive in on some scripture. We'll have some conversation. So these are some things that I wrote down. Um, as a part of creation, you know, we're different from animals. I, and this is a conversation. Listen, this is just from my daily life, you know, talking about chickens and dogs and things here on our property with my children. We're different than animals. Animals function off of instinct. And we have reason. You know, one of my chi- uh, one of my children was asking me about, you know, what happened to that chicken? And I had to tell him, well, that chicken uh, died because all the other chickens they're they're essentially little velociraptors with with feathers they'll they'll just eat anything including each other if they just decide to just not stop pecking at at each other um that's just their instinct is what i'm saying there's there's no gentleman there to say oh no please ladies first um or what have you so i also wrote down uh, some some quotes uh there's scripture and popular books like by James Allen that says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Okay. And that's from Proverbs 23, seven. If you want to make a note of that, Henry Ford said, thinking is the hardest work there is. And that's why most people don't do it. Jesus Christ at one point said, think on these things. Ludwig von Mises, if that's a new name to you, he's um, really, really uh, popular in Austrian economics, in the realm of Austrian economics, he said, action is preceded by thinking. Thinking is to deliberate beforehand over future action and to reflect afterwards upon the past action. Thinking and action are inseparable. Again, Ludwig von Mises. Uh, The strangest secret, if you've ever heard that audio, which I know all of us have, um, there's the saying there that you become what you think about all day long. And that was Earl Nightingale that said that. I know I'm throwing a lot at you. Let's keep going. Proverbs 23, 7, I've mentioned. Here's another quote. Thomas Edison said, 5% of people think. 10% think that they think. And the other 85% would rather die than think. I thought that one was really good. Leonard E. Reed. Many people believe they are thinking when actually they're only rearranging their prejudices. That one actually spoke to me. Maybe we'll end up touching in particular on that one. Well, I just just because, yeah, I just I think I'll tell you what made me. All right. So let me pause here on in sharing these thoughts and ideas. I know I'm given a lot. So um, I read recently a book called Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. It's a popular uh, title. and. Here's an interesting thing. I'm just telling on myself here. I suppose that I was prejudiced about that book thinking because I kind of had an idea what I thought it was about that I hadn't read it for years. That book had been on my shelf here. And if you could see around me, I've got stacks and stacks of books. I know my screen doesn't pan out that big, but we've got tons of books in our home library. And I had not touched that book because I was prejudiced about what I thought was in it. And I actually ended up reading that book through pretty quickly here recently, and I enjoyed it. So it's just interesting to me that I was prejudiced about a book called Pride and Prejudice uh, by Jane Austen. Just interesting. So when I heard that that quote about Leonard E. Reed saying that, you know, people are commonly actually only rearranging their prejudices and not 
organically, you know, authentically thinking, it spoke to me because I'd been living that out here in, in recent past. Um, R. Nelson Nash said, rethink your thinking. Um, the prodigal son, there's a scripture that says when he came to himself, he said, okay, well, why am I not at my father's house anymore? So again, that idea of coming to yourself sounds like, you know, inner dialogue to me, sounds like thinking to me. And then I do have several, uh, scriptures here. So I said, I was going to give a, a nice mixture of, of quotes of thoughts. And then of, of scripture, of course, there's a lot in the Bible about thinking is what I'm getting at. There's a lot in life about thinking. And, and we've talked about thoughts and we've talked about thinking here together with each other. You know, Romans 12, three says, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. Jeremiah 29, 11 said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. That's God speaking. Interesting. Very interesting. And again, he made us different than the animals. Animals only have instinct. We have reason. We have logic. We have that capacity. Ephesians 3.20, above all that we ask or think, there's the word think there, saying that you know the Lord can do exceedingly above and beyond anything that we could think, anything that we could fathom. Okay, Job at one point in his life said, 31.1, I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why should I think upon a maid? And actually on that particular point, you know, Jesus would talk about when he was asked about sin and law and error and such, he would say, no, it's not just the act of committing a sin, but if you're dwelling, if you're thinking upon that, then that in it of itself is a sin to, to, to with cognizance, continue and dwell on an error, even in your mind, even if you don't commit it with your hands. And again, going back to my practical life, we've got two boys and a girl, and I will commonly, I'll physically take my children's hands and I'll, you know, right or wrong, I, I hope it's right. I'll, I'll tell them commonly, I'll say, you get to decide what you do with these hands. And I'll touch their feet and I'll say, you get to decide where these feet take you. Now I'll, I'll touch them on the lips. You get to decide the things that you're going to say, just, just trying to get them to think about personal responsibility and such. And here we have Job saying, I made a covenant with mine eyes. Anyway, last one. Uh, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? That's Matthew 9, 4. Jesus was saying that to some folks who, again, they, they hadn't done anything with their hands just yet, but they were thinking it. So, I mean, I, I literally had to stop at a, at a page of, of notes, I suppose, you know, before I should let us actually get to conversation. But that's what I'm hoping to do is, you know, I'm sharing recent thoughts, recent experiences from my life with my buddies, as I normally do. And, you know, everybody else gets to listen in on that. So that's fun. And, you know, I'm sharing some scripture that came to mind and that I've been reading on. And I threw out some famous quotes of, of, of people that, you know, many of us have, have heard of. So. Trey, I know you're going to have something for me. Jonathan, I can see your wheels turning. So going back to my theme verse, come, let us reason together. Trey, you want to go or you want me to go, bud? You go ahead first, bud. Okay. Um, so in our, in our local church, um, uh, Pastor T's taking us, through a series of the return to truth. And um, I think that the world that we live in, if, how, how do I say this the right way? I want to say it the right way. Um, there's so many different outlets that's trying to either get us to think a certain direction. Let, let, let's just take politics because we do that here. I mean, most of the people are, are either Republican or Democrats, most people. Uh, and the mass media tries to drive you to one section or the other by words that they put out that try to either make you think or try to not have you think at all. 
And so when you were given the quote, there were, there was several quotes. I really wanted to just kind of stop you at just to, to, to talk about them when you, when you were throwing them out there, because they're just such great quotes. But one of the things that popped off into my mind was when you were, I think it was, was it Edison who said five people think 10 people, 5% five, 5 of the people think 10% of the people think that they think and 85% would rather die. That's it. Um, have you guys seen, uh, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, whatever, whatever the channel that you're, that, that you look at when you're on the toilet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen the guy who goes out and basically, uh, pulls all pulls random people off to the side and ask them either common questions about our country. Like how many States are there? 50. <gasps> See, I think, I think us three, we could all get it. But that people were just blowing that like left and right. Like they had no idea how many states they were. Keep going. Ask me some more questions. I'm curious. I you, you know, this. Uh, no. Well, I, that was just the one that just popped off the, the top of my head. <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, with what words? Jesse, you've been studying the Constitution. How does our Constitution start? How does the with the preamble? There you go. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare. People could not quote that whatsoever. You know, just Schoolhouse just, Rock. I mean, full credit. My mom had us listen to Schoolhouse Rock. I learned it there. So, what were what were uh, who fought in the Civil War? We did. Exactly. So, like, but but people are like, well, you know, Germany and Russia. You know, <laughs> they're like, what? You know? it, it, it just, just stuff like that. And so, when you were going through, you know, that that one statement, just it, it took me like I, I literally saw myself look, watching that video, getting mad, uh, a, a little a little irritated. I won't say mad, but a little irritated uh, because that's just the truth that where our society is, and. Um, and I don't think it's coincidence that, you know, Pastor T has us, uh, you know, uh, as a as a church body, as a local body. Uh, I like to use the word family ship uh, of getting back to the truth and understanding what the truth is. You know, with with our belief system, uh, they they attach um, they attach a word to to understanding what, what we believe in is called apologetics. You know, it's not apologizing for what you believe. It's actually knowing what you believe. And um, the older I get, um, the more I see that people have no idea what they actually believe and what they don't believe. And, uh, you know, people are quoting what grandma said, not what, what scripture says, you know, or, you know, that people are blinded to the fact that, you know, it's kind of like Republicans, you know, I'm blown away that Republicans aren't leading the charge for environmental conservatism. You know, like like we we can uh, I say we, but I'm not a Republican by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm definitely not a Democrat. <laughs> so uh, but like I do lean more towards uh, a conservative side and and uh, that, that that's only being responsible now i'm all about burning some fossil fuels don't get me wrong i drive a you know i drive a 027.3 power stroke diesel you know pickup truck like i'm all about burning but like we should we should be leading you know people that are conservatives should be leading the charge for renewable energy like that's just smart you know what i mean well, that that is smart and then you know pe people on the on the left side you know they're they're for killing, killing babies, but they want to have human rights. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like whatsoever, you know, you want to kill the most innocent, you know, person in society, but yet you, you want to protect the crackhead who spilt, you know, McDonald's coffee on them and make them a multimillionaire overnight. It, it, it blows my mind how the truth gets, uh, get, get so skewed and just kind of, you know, just people don't think, People do not think they get told people are, people will do. I, I remember we all know a guy who, who did a training session 
for, for those of you that don't know, like we, I love the personal growth and development movement, if you will. You know, I, I, I think you should, you should want to grow and develop as a person. Like that's only smart. Right. And uh, you know, uh, us three, we, we've been to an event where a guy did a training session and he proved to, you know, a group of, you know, several thousand people that people, they, they don't do what you say, they do what you do. And uh, you know, he used the example of, you know, just making a circle, you know, with it, with your, with your fingers and, you know, and, and, and put it on your chin and he, and he puts it right there on his cheek and the whole, and the whole audience just goes right to your cheek because that's where he went instead of the chin. And um, people do not think. And I go back to a statement that I've made a, a ton is that every personal growth and development book that's on the market that I know of, if you really want to break it down, you can just go straight to the Bible and find out where it came from. So you, you know, there, there were several people that I had never heard of that you mentioned, but a lot of them uh, that, that you mentioned, I, I knew exactly when you started reading the quote, I knew exactly where it came from. And you can take what they're saying and you can take it back and you can reference to the scripture. And I love how you did that tonight, Jesse, is you just took it back to the scripture and just, you just made it as, as plain as day. So people, people don't do, they don't think they do what they're told and whether it's right or wrong or indifferent. And uh, in, in the Bible, it, it says that we're, we, we need to, we need to think we need to, we need reason, you know, and that does separate us from, uh, Appreciate you bringing up this. That made my night, man. No, no question. I'll throw one thing back to you, and then I, it looks like Trey's ready. But on the point of – I know what you're saying as far as the feeling of agitation when you see someone not being able to answer something like about who is in the Civil War, which should be you know, real real obvious. It certainly should be covered. But, but I, would also, I would also at the same time say you know, I've – realize having gone through a public education as a student myself being a public teacher myself i also would say that you know i don't care very much about dates for the dates knowledge sake just use that as a real blatant example right it's like i don't care if my kids know the date of a lot of things you know um but but it certainly would matter to me more that they could rationalize you know, that they could reason through something that they that they could actively think through something independently themselves through their own you know research and study and, and conversation and stuff. And I guess I correlate that to something else that you said when you talked about lots of folks just believe something because parents or grandparents or so and so said so said it's this way. And that's where I think that come let us reason together is very, very beneficial because. On the spiritual side, so I got these strong feelings about, you know, education and, and thinking and, you know, out of the box, you know, stuff. I'm, I'm actually probably more in the libertarian camp if I touched on the political side of things. Um, and, and we homeschool, so I feel strongly about that particular point. But on the spiritual side of things, we talk about, well, so-and-so only believes something because grandma does. Um, and there could be value there. I believe a lot of things that my grandma did, but. Pause your thought. Let me, let me. Let me rephrase that too, because hearing it from you made me, uh, they don't even believe what grandma says anymore. They believe what, what social media tells them. Mm. If they, if they believe what grandma told them, we would still probably be in a little bit better place. No doubt. I digress. Continue on. Sorry. No, I, well, see, so what, so for sure, like in a very practical, pragmatic sense, I would can, say, can, like yes. The civil you don't need to know the date of a civil war. You don't need to know what country somebody was talking about. If they say civil war, you should be able to reason within yourself that, okay, civil war, they're talking about a war between themselves. Right. If we were just literate, we could just figure that one out for ourselves with a dictionary. <laughs> right. So, so it's, there's yep different meanings behind the word education. And if we'd have had the education that, that grandma or grandpa would give, which for me could have been a high end whooping um, if, if I needed that um, pragmatically, practically, we'd be in a lot better situation. But on the spiritual side of things, you know, the, I was just going to make the point that you're 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 dead on when you said 
you know, that about grandma and us believing just what she believes because, you know, Jesus pointed out a lot of errors in traditions, um, you know, man-made things that had come about when he was in his earthly ministry that, that needed to be addressed. And, and I, I think that we, we see that now in that example that you gave. So I thought that was a great example. And I just want to talk a little more about it. All right, Trey, man, you've been real patient. Man, I love it. Um, appreciate everything you guys bring to the table. Um, you know, a lot of good stuff. Listen to what you're saying. A lot of stuff you had biblical. Some wasn't. It was a man saying, you know. Um, and if you think about Christ's first sermon, uh, and I've got so many Bible verses I want to bring up here. Let me get the first one. Matthew 4, and you don't have to jump to these. If you just want to jot them down, look at them later. 4.17, from that time Jesus began to preach, saying, change your hearts and minds and lives because the kingdom of heaven is near, which is powerful because we've been talking about the kingdom too. You know, like uh, that verse could have been used then. Also, here I want to bring into that too. He's talking about changing like you were saying, old laws and things like that, but changing our hearts and our minds. And here's the reason why. Naturally, we're born into sin. We're born through the woman. We're born, um, divide that, that division was broken, Adam and Eve and all that, right? I want to go, there's some other verses, like you don't have to, like I said, write this down. Luke 8, 19, all these pretty much say the same thing. Matthew 9, 19, 17, Romans 3, 10 through 8. Um, and then I'm going to read the one Mark 10, 18. And Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. And y'all know how I say it. No man is good. All is what? <laughs> well, well, right. And with that being said, if no man is good, how can a man have good thoughts? And Jesus talks about changing who we are from our heart to our mind. And um, if you go to Proverbs 4.23, be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life. And so that, that's a different version. First runs on the reason was the King James. This one is from the um, New Century. Um, Read it again, if you would. Be careful what you think. Because your thoughts run your life. Don't use your mouth to tell lies. Don't ever say things that are not true. Keep your eyes focused on what is right and look straight ahead to what is good. Be careful what you do and always do what is right. Don't turn off the road of goodness. Keep away from evil paths. And so, you know, like all these warnings of, and I've got some more air I want to bring out too. Um, and like I said, I, you can jot the verses down or whatever. And then I'll get to my point about thoughts and guarding them because the Bible talks so much about them and that you guys heard me talk to my sons that don't believe any thought. Um, guard those thoughts and any thought that you have, good, bad, happy, excited, whatever, notice it, grab a hold of it, and then let it go. Because so many people grab a hold of thoughts and they become this identity, that they stay depressed, they stay because they hang on to that one thought. Oh, I'm up here, I'm great. You know, uh, my residuals this high, I'm always going to be this great traveling the world. And they stay in that instead of saying, let it go. Let's live in the moment because coming to his present, he is now. There is no past, there is no future. First Philippians 4 7, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, what is commendable, there is an excellence and there is anything worth praise. Think about these things. Now think about our nature of man until we have, you know, entered the kingdom. Where are our thoughts, you know? Uh, and, and being of, human spirit we're going to have those thoughts satan whispering in our ear constantly tells good or bad 
Colossians 3.1, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Colossians 3.2, set your minds on things that are above, not on the things of earth. And think about this. And when we think about, when I talk about all thoughts or lies, I'm not talking about your rational thoughts as, oh, I need to go eat tonight. Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, I need to get this paid. But you just can't live in those. you got to guard those. And what is your mind set on? Is it on earthly things? Is it on, you know, growing the kingdom and uh it's good i love that last one Colossians 3 2 Colossians 3 5 put to death therefore what is earthly in you sexual immorality impurity passions evil desire and covetousness which is idolatry um so this was the other one i wanted really really enjoyed isaiah 26 3 you keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you it's, um Galatians 3, 12 through 14. I'm not going to read all that one too, but uh, just kind of giving you something to maybe jot down to, to there it talks about having these gardener thoughts and having these pure thoughts and your thoughts should only be on him. Are you renewing your mind with the word of God with the world or, or with the word of God? Sorry. Second Timothy 2, 22. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call the Lord in pure heart. 1 Timothy 6.11, but you, man of God, flee from all these and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Third, you, uh, John You got to think, you know, you bounce, bounce from, from Old Testament to New Testament. You lost, well, lost. Old Testament, do I? Keep losing you. Start over where you said Old Testament, New Testament. So you're, you're bouncing to a, can you guys hear me now? Sorry. Mm-hmm. You, you, you bounce from Old Testament to New Testament and you're, you're throwing out just amazing verses, Trey, absolutely amazing verses. But the apologetics also has to kick in. The, the hermeneutical flow also has to kick in to really understand who was talking to who, when that was actually being said and, and written to. Um, because like you were in Isaiah, well, you know, shadow books, but but before Jesus came to, to fix everything that, that, that was broken in the garden, um, before all that was done away with, you know, these people were absolutely godless. It was almost like a time, like what we're living in right now. Um, you know, when you started talking about Timothy, Timothy and Paul's running around and they're preaching a gospel that nobody had ever heard of. And so when, when, when they're, you know, when they're, they're literally ushering in a paradigm shift because these people had no concept of anything that they were teaching whatsoever. The only thing that they knew was they, they knew the, the law of Moses and nobody could live up to that. Nobody could. And so it got to the point to where like we are right now, uh, you know, it's, it's like, well, if I can't, if I can't live up to, to any of it, then screw it, you know, or like, Oh, well, you know, all I gotta do is just sacrifice some, you know, some goats here or a cow and I'm good to go, you know, Oh, well, we've got the priest to be able to, to be clean and to be, and to be holy. You know, uh, you know, these are people that had no, no ambition to ever enter into the Holy of Holies. And here's Jesus come, comes along and, he just writes the entire ship, but in turn, when he, when he righted the ship, he rocked the boat and it messed up people to the point to where, um, you know, being born into sin. Uh, I, I don't know, man, the, the more I study into the word, the more I'm getting into it. I think Jesus fixed it all. When he said he was finished, he, he was finished, you know, um, I think one of the one of the worst things that we're that we say as as quote unquote believers, whether you're Republican, Democrat or libertarian, uh, as believers, one of the worst things that we 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 say is that we're sinners saved by grace, (laughs) you know, maybe for a nanosecond, you know. But like if you really start to think about that thing, did did Jesus get it right or jack it up? And um, and so 
I would love like this is another podcast, man, where I wish that we could take each and every one of those verses that that Jesse talked about each and every one of those verses that you threw out there, Trey, and really, truly dissect what was Timothy saying when he said this? Who was he talking to? when he said that, you know, what was it like, just truly break it down. And we can't really do that. And like, a, I guess we can like this podcast. It's a lot to think about, isn't it? But like, and still not finishing up here is that that's where you can also put too much human thinking into it. The word is the word, the truth is the right. truth. No matter what's old Testament, new Testament, whatever, it's still going to go across the board. So, and it's the same thing as, Think about worldly education. People are, are overthinking to where most people think they're smarter than God. Uh, they, whether it be, you know, like the save earth people, you know, like, you know, whether it be Elon Musk. I don't know if you saw where he posted where somebody said about him going to hell. And he said, well, that's where most people are going. I mean, you're making a light joke of it uh, because he thinks he's smarter than God. And so uh, we also can be too the is that a word theological the in this or we can overthink the bible in itself too because uh, whether you know christ itself think about when christ was here that he used the old testament that was his word as preaching but then he was the living new testament at the time because there was no new testament yeah but and, the bible in the beginning was the word and the word it never should have used the word with it has that that's a poor translation even if it is king james Zessie, that's a poor translation should have never out of here man get that out of here edit it that been with. Guy out. oh my goodness but, but it is a, lord it, forgive him getting was he knows not what he does was, was god and the word was with god uh like i don't does jesus live in you oh hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, what are we created out of? Dust. Man, we all should love the planet. We we all we should love. It. It, we should love ourselves, though. That's in Delvin and not the things heavenly, but here on Earth. But but hold hold up. Does Jesus, <laughs> you, I think you worry a lot. I think you worry a lot about thoughts and stuff like that. It's almost like a fear. I'm not saying it is, but it is. It, it sounds like. Fear. I have Do no I, fear. Me, I have okay. no fear. I don't have to worry about my thoughts because Jesus lives in me. No, I'm not worried about my thoughts. I said you have to guard your thoughts. You can't hang on to them because when why you do, do just feed your ego, whether bad why or do, good. Why well, the Bible I, says you should gird up the loins of your what, mind. I'm I'm with I'm with Trey on on that particular point. We should what, walk around with our minds girded and our guard up. So Jesus, I, I just, I'm just throwing stuff out. Does um, Jesus have your back or not? Does he what? Yes, Jesus have our back. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're either saved by grace or we're living in the kingdom, right? Inheriting the kingdom. And there's people that's going to, that's to say by grace, Christ got their back because they trusted in them and, and spoke that. But are they living where, in the kingdom? Where's the thief that was on the cross beside him? Are you the saved one by that grace? Repented? Well, the, yeah, one the one that, that repented. repented. <laughs> I mean, because there were two. So I'm just trying to clarify here. <laughs> so the one grace. that repented was in paradise with Jesus Christ that day. He didn't guard his thoughts, though, did he? I mean, I, I wasn't in his mind. I'm not his God. I'm not his judge. Is his mind is there? There, man. I'm no, I, I can appreciate that you're throwing stuff out. And you know, for like an Elon Musk or anybody else who's not me, that would be my answer. Is you know, I'm not their judge. I don't know. I do certainly think, like you said earlier, Jonathan, that context matters. You know, if a lost person that doesn't know Jesus Christ is saying something that has spiritual impact you know they're saying what they're saying you know and and you know from a political standpoint we say you know it's like they got the right to say what they're saying but also at the same time they might not know what they're saying okay but if but if it's us you know believers having you know what we consider to be fun in-depth meaty conversation that's a different story 
I guess let me ask a couple of questions and see, just because it wasn't a topic. There's probably no question that we do think, right? Like thoughts, even involuntarily, they occur to us. Yeah, you're so that one's a yes for everybody. Everybody checks the box on that one. I'm with Trey. I think that because we cannot help everything that does at least enter our mind, that we got to have our guard up. That you know, like Scripture says, we got to gird up the loins of our mind, and that could be just anything. You guys have heard me talk before about, you know, the first time seeing your kid doing X, Y, or Z, and you're like. Oh, I want them to be brave and I don't want to say, be careful. I want them to try that thing, but it makes me a little nervous. You know, I got to gird up the loins, you know, of of my mind in that moment and uh, use my reason. Also, if they are in a predicament that maybe they, they could legitimately not discern a peril, right. That could occur. Um, But I'm with Trey in that we need to gird up the loins of, of our minds. And again, I mean, if I go back to my, my scripture of, you know, come, let us reason together, you know, how do you reason together? And maybe that ties in with what Jonathan has mentioned so far about apologetics, you know, just being able to, I think, I think there's some value in being able to, you know, logically reasonably explain certain things just because, I mean, how amazing, you know, that the earth has had a, at an exact degree and that it's not pulled to the sun too much. It's not pulled to the moon too much. And we're living on it. You know, it's, it's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Jesse amazing. Said, I, I, two more to Mark seven, 20 to 22. And he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him from, uh, for from within our heart of a man come evil thoughts, sexual matter. Let me rewind that for, for from within Out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, uh, I can't say that word. (laughs) I'm going to try (laughs) Envy, slander, pride, foolishness. And then one more, uh, uh, 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversaries, the devil, your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And honestly, TV version better. So many people get beat themselves up so much, depression, everything, because they live in those. Even ones that are, you know, I use the simplest thing I could think of is I tell my boys, good or bad, if you dunk on somebody in the game and you're overly excited and your guy's hitting a three on the other end because you were celebrating, you were stuck in that good thought. Oh, yeah, look what I did. If you airball three and the rest of the game, you're in that negative thought, you're going to miss every single shot the rest of the game. It's got to be, it happened, it's over. I'm in this moment right here now. I made the shot, I missed the shot. The thing I'm supposed to be doing right now is finding my man, playing defense, getting to my spot. And but so the Bible that's why. Glory to glory. Say who? <laughs> I'm just picking at you. I, I don't know why that I'm picking I, I know, at but you. it keeps cutting out. Like I'm getting parts of it. I can't hear <laughs> So I'm on myself. I'm on myself. Glory, uh, glory. <laughs> yeah, we were. We go from glory to glory. There is no valley within the glories. We go from glory to glory. Mountain. I was just picking with you about letting it go and, and that sort of thing. But uh, back to back to my point that I wanted to make when it like I I like the KJV version better because the KJV version says that that the enemy roams the earth as a roaring lion looking for whom he may devour. Well, he may not devour me. He may not devour my family. He may not devour my kids, my loved ones. Um, you know, I take authority over that. Uh, and not enough people understand the authority that was given to us from the father to be able to, to be able to, to, to withstand the attacks of the enemy. It's, it's, it's so simple that it's complex. Like we, we, we as believers, we as people that have Jesus that lives inside of us, we have an authority that we, that, that we don't use that. I'm learning that as I'm getting older, I was never taught that Jesse. I, I wasn't, I wasn't taught that, you know, um, I don't know, man. So much to think about. So much well, to reason. Okay. All right. Just because you gave me a pause right there. It's a very real reality, too, though, that Jesus told Peter, 
No, no, Jesse. It's not me anymore. <laughs> he froze like major. He looked like he's thinking. He's thinking. <laughs> that was a freeze. Uh, I'm looking at some more too. Like and like I said, I think that like we, especially as entrepreneurs, thoughts are hitting us all the time. It's just for me, I've learned so much not to identify with them and live in them so much. Like even the excitements and the good, the bad. You know, I just say, that's what it is. I notice it, Lord. Thank you for it. Whatever it is, your will be done. I don't need to get overly excited about it. I don't need to get too depressed about it. And then, because I've, and the reason why I say things, Hindu, is because I was a victim, major victim of those, and I'm not perfect in it yet of having those emotions. And why is that? Honestly, I was raised by my mother. Um, I was recreated in her, in her image, really. And that female spirit, you know, um, having those more emotions and things like that. And looking at some of these speaks to me like um, Ephesians 4, 26, be angry and do not sin. Uh, eight, Proverbs 29, 11, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quickly holds back. Um, go ahead. Let's go back to being raised by your mom. So where does it talk about because it does, I'm 100% in agreement that it does. Where does it talk about um, that a, that the woman should subject this should subject herself to the man? Uh, you know what? I use another verse. Genesis. Hey, Genesis. Genesis. Right away. At the I, beginning. The voice come from? Is that God's voice? I was Jesse. <laughs> I'm like what? Yes, from the beginning. <laughs> All of a sudden, I just heard a voice. I thought he was going. It's like Genesis. <laughs> is it is is Genesis Old Testament or New Testament? It's Old Testament. What Jesus come to do? To fulfill the testament. Fulfill it. Okay. Did did he fix what Adam and Eve screwed up? Here's what he had. So. Did he fix it? Just ask yes. Did he fix what Adam and Eve screwed up? Yes, he was the bridge. The order, you know, God created Adam, right, in his image, and they had their relationship. That was the only person he listened to. And then he, you know, wanted them to have a partner. So he created Eve from Adam's uh, rib. And, you know, that was the order then, okay? The woman, they had that whole connection there, the whole bridge, no change. We're together. And, they were they were equal at yeah, that point. But the man is over the woman. He's the head, he's not just head of the house, he's the head of the woman. And they're, then they were one. At that point in time, the two were one. Even though it was two, they're still one. Nah, it's yeah. it, they they it's the order is God, and then because of Christ, over Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, woman over child. And you'll see today what's happened, the woman is. That have become the head. It's feminizing of, of men. That was created more emotions of men. That's why men have got so emotional over our generation. Uh, you see a lot more divorces and things like that. Single parent homes with moms. And it's happening majorly in the black community on purpose. They pulled the black father out of the home. And the more babies, uh, baby mamas that this uh, the, the mama could have, the more checks they received. They knew what they were doing. It was taking the man out, taking the feminization uh, sorry, the masculinization out of the home. And then going back to that, what you're asking, whenever Eve let Satan basically be her, her father and listen to him, and then what got that order out, she goes back and Adam makes her his God and put her above and listen to her instead of listening to the father. The father's like, no, don't touch that. Well, I'm going to listen to her father, not you. I'm putting her the head of you. Christ came and bridged that gap. He sealed that where we were just doomed completely then because of, of that breaking down. Well, yeah, I think we need to really go and, and, and break that down a hundred percent because good Lord, my battery's dying too. Jeez. <laughs> Probably to wrap this session up because I'm about to, I'm about to freeze on out of here in, in just a second. I've got to walk over to the kitchen and, plug my phone up, but, uh, it's, it's a, it's a lot of good dialogue because we, we really need to break that down. Like we, 
did did he bridge the freaking gap or did he fix it? Like what 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 was it? Same like, thing. No, he, he 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 reconnect that where before it was God, man, and woman. God created man in His image. Then He created the woman from the man. The the female went to uh, and, and made listen not to her father, not to her husband. She she listened to the serpent. The serpent changed her, made her basically make him Satan, her her father, and she brings it back. And like like when you when you when you when you break that down, like when you read that in the scripture, where do you, where do you get that? Like he made her, like she made the the serpent her father. No, the 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 serpent said, "Hey, if you eat of that." What will what will happen? Did she follow him or did she follow the Lord? Was the Lord there? He's everywhere. But who did she listen to? Who did she follow? Who was talking to her? Satan. Yeah, the father was. It was she reasoned within herself. Like back to Jesse's point, she reasoned within herself. You know, and yeah, within her came, own thoughts. There you go. Yeah, he just thought she was listening to Satan. She decided to follow him instead of following the father who told her, Do not do not touch this. She said, I, I'm gonna to touch this. And then she brought it back. Adam's like, No, I and then he decides, okay, I'm gonna to listen to her instead of my father. Is and I'm even, gonna do what she says. So he put her. Is is even hell huh? is even hell right now? That's a good question. I've never thought I've never thought of that one. <laughs> yeah. No, she ain't hell, bro. Um is a lot of good there there's a lot of good things, but like what are, what are your I, reasons to why she's not? Like what if, teach me from if in the Bible why she wouldn't be? Because I'm not saying she is written. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying and I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm just I, I'm talking like if we're gonna talk, let's let's talk. I'm not I'm not disagreeing, but at the same time. Everything that you talk about as far as the woman's perspective, right, being raised by, and I agree with that. One of the the one one of the 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 worst things that we have as a society is that we pretty much have a fatherless society. So I agree with you a million percent, right? Um, but at the same time, the woman came from the man, so every bit of those emotions, every bit of all of that, came straight from the man. So it's one of those things to where at the same time. Because she was made from, yes, I I could see some of that what she's made from, but I think a lot of that came when she switched and she made Satan her her father. When she made him be who she was going to follow and she listened to him, that's when all those things came into her. And why we're born is because we're born through the woman. You know what I'm saying? Satan her father. Can Can you serve more than two masters? Can you serve more than two masters? Absolutely not. She was serving who then? She she listened she listened to who was right in front of her and made a bad decision. But she served Satan at that time, and so when she did that, she also she served him enough to come back and convince her husband to do the same thing. And so, uh, and that's why we were born in sin because we come through the woman. She didn't. She didn't have to convince her. Like that's that's a little. That's taking a little far too. Because like, like Julie doesn't have to convince me of a lot of things. If Julie says here, eat, dude. Julie roofied me one time. Like she knows that. I told you, women are evil. When we get when we get in when we get into big crowds, especially being as competitive as I am, I don't deal well with that. And she said, "Here, take this," and I. I took it. I didn't know what it was. It was a, it was an Ativan. Like I was out cold, out like, like drooling, like comatose, you know, but uh, she didn't have to convince me. It, it's uh, that's a little, she, she went back. and So she, so she was deceptive. So she was deceptive. Yeah, that's man. Because they can't help it because the, Look, bro, they can't help that it. Separating me from the love of the father. None of that stuff separates me from the love of the father. Period. Well, some people could argue that it got you on a drug and made you not of right mind, you know? So, but like I'm saying, that's something that 
whenever the, the bridge, it, this is a whole other subject, bro. <laughs> we can edit it and make it part two or something. I mean, uh, second, second one. But I'm telling you, like a lot of this, and here for people who misunderstand it, it's not a misogynistic thing thinking, oh, a man's better than a woman. That's not it. It's just the order. It's just the way it is. They're saying, I need my wife. I have to love her and treat her as Christ did the church. This is saying she's supposed to honor and follow me. Um, and that's how we're one as a team there. Um, Pause that. Hey, dude, I'm telling you right now, my, my phone's going to die. So we, we need to wrap up. And, uh, and so let, let's go ahead and pray and, and wrap this episode up. And uh, we'll all get together and decide uh, about picking up uh, where we left off right here because I think we need to because it's just freaking great, man. It, it's awesome. <laughs> me too. Love it. Challenge each other. Right. Jesse, you there? I says he's still on, but he just must be completely out. You got it, Hindu, the prayer? Yep, let's pray. Father God, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. Father, I thank you for your for, for your love and for your mercy. Father, I thank you for the time that you've given us to, to come together and reason together, Father. Um, Father, I, I just thank you that at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is that that, that you love us, that 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 you sent your son to die for us, um, that, that all is forgiven and that nothing can pluck us out of your hand. Um, so father, right now, I just pray, Lord God, that if somebody's listening to this or watching this, uh, father, I, I, I speak in encouragement over them right now. Uh, I speak unity father, let nothing that we say divide the body of Christ, but to bring us together. Father, I'm so thankful that I've got brothers and, and sisters that they don't have to agree with everything that I think about. And I don't have to agree with everything that they think about. Uh, but but the common denominator is, is our love for you and your love for us. Father, I thank you for that. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you just get every ounce of glory out of everything that we do. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Love you, buddy. Amen. I love you guys.